Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Good morning, everybody. It is so good to be coming around the Word with you today, and I hope you've had a sensational week. Uh, I just want to thank Anushka for such an amazing word around the offering today, and Justin and Ange uh, leading us into this service. Let's pray, and, and I want to start a little differently this morning. I would love you to follow with me and make this declaration. So say this after me, say, I am a child of God. Today I stand on the word of God. I decide today to step into my potential. I dream big, I think abundantly, I act boldly, and I am an overcomer, and I declare the windows of heaven over my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You know what, as I was preparing for service today and this message, I felt like God said, For those that will position themselves in faith, for those that will believe that I can, I am going to show myself real and powerful in their world. And I believe there's people right now that need healing in their body. And if you will just position yourself to say, God, I believe. I believe you're a healer. I believe you're a deliverer. I accept what you have for me today. You're going to receive that healing. And I felt specifically for somebody, whoever this is, Uh, that you're about to receive breakthrough in your emotion, that you've been heavy of late, that you felt weighed down by certain situations uh, that are beyond your control, but God is saying, if you will let me in, I will come in and I will will relieve that pressure. I I will release the burden and I will bring my peace to your life. So I hope that's an encouragement to you uh, and I hope you receive that this morning. Man, it's been a big year. Uh, We've been doing this for quite a while now online, and it's not ideal, but it's what we've got. So whether you're meeting in a connect group at a watch party, by yourself, at a cafe, in a car, wherever you are, just open yourself this morning to receive the word because I know it is going to bless you. And in Psalm uh, 6511, uh, and I, I declare this prophetically over the remaining three months of this year, it says, you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. Uh, Let me read that again. Psalm 65, you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. And I know you might be saying, you know what? 2020 doesn't look anything like Psalm 65. But I just want to remind us this morning, there's three more months where we can go to faith and believe that we're going to step into the promises of God, the goodness of God. We're going to see him go before us. So so would you put yourself in that place today? I prophesy in the next three months that you're going to see the goodness of God in your life, in your emotions, in your health, in your finance, in your relationships. Would you just posture yourself? As it says in Psalms, it says, be still and know that I am God. And I think God is wanting us to still ourselves, to wait upon him and to put our trust in him. And that's what it says in Proverbs 3. This is one of my favorite scriptures. You know it well. Proverbs 3 verse 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So so I guess the question this morning is, do you trust God? And not just do you trust God, but do you really trust that God has your best interest at heart for you, for your family, for your future? And you might say, yeah, well, you know what? I I trust God with my finances or or I trust God with my health or or I trust God with my, my future. But my question of you today is, do you trust God with everything? 
Have you given God your all? Have you placed your trust in him that he will come through no matter what? Because there's a saying that if God isn't Lord of all, then he's not Lord at all, which may seem a little harsh, but what it's basically saying is you have to believe that God is able, that we don't know how he does or when he does or why he does what he does, but he is able to intervene in the middle of our situations. You know, one of my favorite Psalms is Psalm 27, starting in verse one. And and what I want to do today is just talk about faith. I want to stir our faith. I want to ignite faith. I want to encourage you to let your faith grow and be developed in God. But in Psalm 27, starting in verse one, it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. With whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked come against me to eat my flesh, my enemies and my foes, they stumbled and they fell. Though an army encamped against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise against me in this, will I be confident? One thing I've decided of the Lord and that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. It goes on down to verse 14. It says, I would have lost heart had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and you shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. If I can encourage you in anything this morning, it's to wait on the Lord. Don't strive. Don't stress. Don't press. Don't be challenged by by what you're walking through. Wait on the Lord and wait for his goodness. And what I love about this was David was a man of great faith. And I love this scripture because it shows the depth of his faith. Because although he was a man of faith, his life wasn't easy. Uh, He wasn't always a king. He was a shepherd boy. He was despised by his brothers. He faced lions. He faced bears. He he had to take down a giant. He had to lead his people to battle. He lost things. He lost people. He lost friends. He lost the kingdom and then had it restored back to him. But he remained in faith. And I love this because in verse one says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Though I walk through tough times, though I walk through dark valleys, God, you're with me. You are the light of my life and the life always overcomes darkness. There's nothing I shall fear because God is with me. God is with you today. And no matter how dark a situation it may feel that you're walking through, with God, you will get through. He will illuminate your path. He will light your way. He will lead you. Trust in him. He shall lead and direct your life. And then it goes on to say, the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? You need to realize that you're a victor in life, not a victim. That God has created you to walk in victory every day of your life. Not to rely on yourself or your own strength, but to rely on him and to allow him to be the strength of your life. And I love what the word says. It says the joy of the Lord is our strength. So as you delight yourself in God, he will give you the desires of your heart. He he will bring joy unquenchable that bubbles up on the inside. No matter what storm, no matter what circumstance, you're in joy because you're in God. And I love this. It goes, "When, when enemies come against me, I shall not fear. There was nothing bigger in David's life than God himself. And when God is number one and when God is central in our focus and we're looking to him, it doesn't matter what enemy comes against us. The the word tells us that the devil comes only to steal, kill and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and life 
more abundantly. I want you to catch that abundant life today. I want you to catch the spirit of God today. Let it infuse you. Let it come upon you. Just say, God, I want more of you. And that's what it says in Matthew. It says that those that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. You can be filled afresh today, right where you're at. Uh, sitting on the lounge, walking, looking at your phone, wherever you are right now, you can say, God, I want more. I'm desperate for more. It was always the people through the Bible that were desperate for a touch, for an encounter, for an infilling that received their miracle. And I want to encourage you, step out into that today. You know, it goes on to say, one thing I've desired of the Lord, and that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The thing David wanted more than anything else was to be in the presence of God. When Matthew 6 says, when you seek first the kingdom, everything else will be added unto you. You don't have to seek everything else. You can seek God, his house, his presence, and see his goodness come towards your life. You know, the Bible says, I once was young, but now I'm old, yet I've never seen the righteous forsaken or the godly begging bread. There's no lack in God. There's no lack in the kingdom. As you seek him, you will be filled. And I love as it goes down to the bottom, it says, I would have lost heart unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land. of. The I would have given up. I would have fallen over. I would have, I would have just, just gone the other way. But God, I decided not to because I believe it's all about belief. It's all about trust. It's all about putting faith in a good and loving God that is ever present. And I want to encourage you here today. The Bible says that all things are working together for your good. It says that it's working together for good for those who love the Lord, who put their faith and their trust in him. So this might be a moment where you need to go, you know what, I'm flipping a switch and I'm making a decision and I'm going, I'm not, I'm not looking to the negative. I'm not looking to what I'm facing. Jesus, I'm turning towards you and I'm looking to you, believing that you're working all things together for my good. And, uh, you know, Hebrews 11 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. We've walked nine months through 2020 and it's been pretty radical and pretty gnarly and probably pretty different. But I want to encourage you, faith is the substance of things. What did you hope to see? What did you hope to achieve? What did you hope to be an outcome of 2020? There's still three months to go. Let's walk in faith, believing that we have not yet seen God's goodness fully outworked in our life. And verse 6 says, it's impossible to please God except by faith. So, so again, I encourage you, flip that switch of faith. Say, God, I believe. I'm pressing in again. I let, let's go again. I'm rising in you. You know, Paul encouraged Timothy. Uh, in 2 Timothy 1, starting in verse 6, it says this. It says, I remind you, therefore, to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. For God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love power and a sound mind. What was the gift that has been given? It's the gift of faith, the spirit of faith, which has been deposited on the inside of each of us. But there comes a point where we need to do something with the faith that's been deposited on the inside of us. We need to work it. We need to step out in it. We need to activate it so that God can go to work in our lives. And through the scriptures, Jesus encourages us to exercise our faith. In Mark 11, 22 to 24, it says, And Jesus said to them, Have faith 
in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you receive it and it will be yours. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you will receive it and it will be yours. The word of God is infallible. It's unchanging. It's immutable. It will come to pass. Whatever things you declare in the name of Jesus will come to pass. We just have to wait in faith. In Mark 5, 36, it says, overhearing what they said, Jesus told them, don't be afraid, just believe. Don't be afraid, just believe. My encouragement for all of us towards the end of 2020 is don't be afraid, just believe. Don't go to fear, go to faith every time. Uh, you know, in Luke 1, 37, it says, for nothing will be impossible with God. There is nothing God can't do. In Jeremiah, it says, I am the Lord of, of all mankind. Is there anything I cannot do? God has, has faith in his own ability. He wants you to have faith in his ability. Ephesians 3 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we could ask or imagine, to him be the glory in the church to all generations. Amen. When we step out in faith, we're saying, God, to you be the glory. To you be the credit. To you be our, our thankfulness and our gratitude. We love you, Lord. But you know what? In life, there's enemies to faith. Uh, and I just want to briefly touch on three enemies of faith that we can stand against, that we can overcome, and that we can get beyond in life to walk as God has called us to in victory. The first enemy is the enemy of fear. Uh, fear and faith are directly opposed. And as I said, the devil comes to bring fear, but, but God comes to bring peace. And throughout the word, we're told that my peace I give you. This is Jesus speaks, says, my peace I give you. I bring my peace to you. And so I want to just ask you today, will you receive the peace that God has for you? Because you can hold on to the worry, the despair, the anxiety, the uncertainty, or you can say, God, I believe I'm, I'm stilling myself to receive the peace that you have for me. Thank you for the love you have for my life. I trust you. Uh, you know, it says that fear not for I am with you, says the Lord. This is a promise of God. I am with you. And if I am with you, you have all that you need. If I am with you, there is nothing that can overcome you. There's nothing that can take you down. There's nothing that can take you off course from, from the plans and purposes that I have for you. Fear not for I am with you. And, you know, it says here also, it says, be anxious for nothing. There is nothing that warrants your anxiety in life. There is nothing that you should worry about, stew over, lose sleep over, get headaches through, get stress in your neck, whatever it is. There is nothing that you should be anxious about. It says be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, present your request to God uh, and, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understandings, will come upon you. In other words, there will be a transaction that takes place as we go to prayer, as we step out in faith. The peace of God is, is placed upon us like a crown and we can walk with a certainty and joy in life. So that's the first one of the enemy of fear. Stand against fear. You know, the word says when you've done all to stand, stand therefore. So I want to encourage you. It's a brand new day. You, you haven't lost. You didn't get taken out. You're still here listening to the word of God. Stand in faith and press back on fear. The second thing is form. You might go, Christian, what do you mean form? Well, there's a saying in life that how you do anything is how you do everything. 
In other words, the habits that we form in life end up forming our lives. So I want to encourage you, if there's bad habits in your world, if you've stopped praying or you've stopped reading the word or, or you, you don't seek God for wisdom and, and guidance in life, I want to encourage you, stop the bad habits and let's start some good ones today. Proverbs 11.3 says, The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the unjust are destroyed by their duplicity. And integrity essentially is who we are when no one else is watching. Who I am, what I do, what I say, how I act. And I want to encourage you and remind you today that you're a child of the King. You are an heir to the throne. That, that you are majestic in the sight of God. And you can walk as royalty in the earth. Create those habits uh, in your life that are countercultural. Romans 12 says, don't conform to the ways of the world, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We need more faith. And the word says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I just want to simply encourage you this morning. The best habit you can ever form in your life is to be a God seeker, to be someone that goes after him in the word and in prayer and receives from his spirit daily. Uh, let's just shift some gears today and start to believe that all things are possible. There's a great quote by Henry Ford, and he said this. He said, whether you think that you can or think that you can't, you're right. So as we look to the end of 2020, I want to pose this to you. Whether you think that you can or think that you can't, you're right. And I want to encourage you, you can overcome. You can break through. You can walk in victory. You can know joy. You can know peace as you seek the Lord. The third enemy of faith is frustration. And I don't know about you, I felt this way quite a bit this year, but you might feel frustrated. You might feel worn out or worn down or discouraged or exhausted or empty. But I want to encourage you, the word of God, Matthew 11 says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. God doesn't want you to do life alone. God doesn't want you to, to, to expend all of your energy, be stressed out and freaking out about what may be. He wants you to come to him. Let him shoulder the burden. It says, cast your cares upon me because I care for you. Because my yoke's easy and my burden is light. The, the only burden that we need to carry in life is the burden of faith, of continually daily making the decision to step in and, and, and receive that yoke of faith that God says, just trust me. Just believe me. Just walk with me. Will you hold my hand? Don't get ahead of me. Don't lag behind. If you will walk at the pace that I set for your life, you will walk a blessed life in Jesus' name. Scripture says, don't grow weary in doing good because in due season, you will receive a harvest if you don't give in. Don't grow weary. I want to encourage you. Our strength comes from the Lord. It's just focused intent. It's looking to him. You know, it says in Hebrews, it says looking to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. We, we don't have perfect faith, but we have a perfect savior. We have a perfect God that goes before us. And as we look to him, we are strengthened for the journey ahead. And so, you know, as it, again, what it said in verse 14, this is King David. I would have lost heart if I had not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land. Of the... I would have lost heart, but I didn't lose heart because I kept looking to you, Jesus. I kept trusting. I kept believing even when I couldn't see. When I didn't understand, I just decided to put myself in your presence. And we can do that here today. We can put ourselves in the presence of God. And, and I want to encourage you, just keep believing. Just keep trusting, just keep declaring, and just keep walking because God is for you and not against you. 
Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.